Hi, I'm Jody, and you're listening to Zoe and the Milkman. How was your Valentine's Day? Oh, I can't complain. I got to wear a lovely little red dress. Saw that. And make, yeah, and make Mr. Handsome's jaw drop to the floor. I have to help (laughs) him pick it up. (laughs) Isn't that the best feeling? You know, when you've been, you know, especially if you've been together a while, and I know you guys have been together for a while, and you can still, you know, every now and then just up your game a little bit enough just to get that little whoa reaction. Yeah. Well, like, so I met him um, at the restaurant, uh, Gazelligs. I think I said that right. Is that in Westboro? Um, Yeah. Pardon? That's in Westboro? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Church, I think I know it. Churchill in Richmond, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I met him there, and of course I made sure to wear, like, my longer parka jacket to, like, cover up anything that, like, would show my dress, basically. So, right. of course, they're very fancy there, and they take your coat. So I took my coat off, and he was just like, ah! He was like, I haven't, I haven't seen this one before. <laughs> Yay! We got seated at our table, and he just, like, kind of whispers at me. He's like, you look so hot. Not all. <laughs> He's like, I'm so nice. lucky. <laughs> He's saying all the right things. Now, what was Mr. Handsome yeah. wearing? Oh, he was wearing a lovely button-up shirt. Yep. <laughs> he didn't He didn't wear his... Uh, See, guys have no <laughs> chance. I was wearing a red flowy dress concealed <laughs> under my jacket. They took my jacket. It revealed all to the world. I did a little spin, my skirt flowing in the wind. Oh, his <laughs> eyes rolled back in his head, his jaw. <laughs> what was he wearing? A button-up shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing my favorite pants that he wears. <laughs> the, the ones that don't have holes in them. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> It's always a good thing. Yeah, that was my Valentine's Day, too. I showed up wearing underwear that didn't have holes in it. Hey, baby. Whoa. Hey, girl. Whoa, big steps. <laughs> hey, Zoe, that is not the re-entry ID to our show at all. That's Mm-mm. our true crime sound effect, which, by the way, <laughs> have you seen the new Pizza Pizza commercial? I guess they've got a new pizza now that is like you can have... Like one half of the pizza as as you know one set of toppings, the other half of the pizza, another set of toppings. They play that sound effect in their commercial. I feel ripped off oh, every do time. They? Oh, yeah. I just saw the one from I guess the the Super Bowl. I assume it was um, about uh, like Greta Gerwig in and out uh, Barbie. I don't know if you've seen it. No. Like, Oh yeah, um, it has. Um, oh gosh, what's her name? She plays weird Barbie in the Barbie movie, but she was on SNL for for so she's brilliant. Oh, oh, um, but then, Kate. Um, I know it's on the tip of my tongue. Isn't that terrible? Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking yeah. about. Oh, we're gonna get crucified. Emails are gonna oh, for, sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah. Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon, yes, and then of course it had Ryan uh, Gosling, and then it had uh, Jimmy Kimmel, who I guess announced it. Okay. Uh, the Oscar, but he was just like, oh, you know, Ryan Gosling pops up, and he's like, oh, I got In and Out like before the Oscars, and everyone was just like, no, 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 the thing is to get it afterwards, and he's like, well, as long as Greta Gerwig like wins the Oscar for best uh, director, and they kind of lean in, they're like, she didn't, and then he was like. <laughs> screaming. It was a fantastic commercial. Loved it. <laughs> um, the, the Super Bowl has just been all kinds of fantastic until yesterday. Yeah. Holy gosh. I, I, I mean, yeah. I just heartbreaking. Uh, and of course, in that moment, 
you know, you, the news breaks and you start thinking, oh my gosh, we've got two or three people in custody. Uh, this is a targeted event. I guess the news that we're learning today, and by the way, if you're listening on the weekend, if this makes the best of, uh, we're recording this segment on Thursday. Uh, what we've learned today, there'll be a press conference in a bit. It sounds like there was no plot at all. It sounds like a, a few people had a bit of a dispute ongoing, com- had nothing to do yeah. with the Super Bowl parade. And things yeah. got heated, and a gun came out, and some guy just started spinning around, shooting. Anyway, one person dead, unfortunately, um, mm-hmm. a, a woman who was a radio DJ at a radio station in Kansas City, a big part of the Hispanic community there. Um, but I had to go yesterday and, and redo um, one segment of the show I do on other radio stations because I had talked about uh, the Super Bowl parade, and of course- was Taylor Swift going to be there, right? That's what everybody's yes. asking. And there was a story that um, one of the city managers in Kansas City uh, had expressed concern almost immediately after the Chiefs won the Super Bowl to Taylor mm-hmm. Swift's people saying, look, um, these Super Bowl parades, there's already a ton of people. And I think they said there was like like 800,000 people at this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's already stressing our security. To the max, having Taylor yeah. there creates a, a potential situation, you know, that that we're just frankly not capable of dealing with. Anyway, it, it was all for naught. They were looking out for her safety at the end of the day. Um, I wish Ta- they would look out for the citizens of the U.S. because well, at this point already this year, there are over 50 mass shootings. And one know, that also happened on the same day as the Kansas City thing. So It, it, hap- it happens um, so often it doesn't, even ma- yeah, it doesn't even make the news anymore. Anyway, Taylor was on a plane yeah. on her way to Australia, moot point. None of the players, none of their families uh, injured, but just an awful, awful situation. But did you see the video of, I guess, one of the suspects started running and like, Three dudes just like signed them up for the team because they tackled oh, they this guy. Them? Oh, I, I mean, I guess that's an instinct that I don't have. I, I, I can't to guarantee. run at the situation. You know, than, right? Yeah, yeah. Who are these people? They are magnificent humans that I just, I wish I, I'd like to think that I could be that person. Thank yeah. God that those people exist. Yeah, because honestly, like. Guns in general terrify me, so I don't think in yeah. those situations yeah. I would run at it. I would run away. Um, I have been a person to run at medical emergencies, but not. I don't think I would run towards hearing yeah. gunshots. I think I'd run for hard sure. Hard to say, right? It's it's one of those inherent things that you know. Yeah, you don't know if you're wired that way until you have to find out if you're wired that way. Unfortunately, it sounds mm-hmm. like neither one of us have had to find that out the hard way, but. Wishing our friends in Kansas City um, well going forward. It takes a lot to recover from that. And it's, um, yeah, the question is, I mean, mean, just what's it going to take? Frustrating. At this point, it's a question that's been on everyone's mind for a really long time because this is just a really sad and depressing trend that continues every single year and they don't seem to get it. Hi, this is Lainey and you're listening to Zoe and the Milkman. An unavoidable subject moments ago, we were talking about Kansas City. Let's lighten the mood a little bit. Um, mm. You know when you're surfing through your phone or TikTok or, you know, on your computer, whatever else, you, you, you came across something and it's just like, I have to share this with somebody right now. It's too good not to share. Um, I'm having one of those moments. I'm just reading an article. Advice from children. Some of these are hysterically funny. You ready for this? Yeah. All right. Patrick is 10. 
Patrick's advice is as follows. Never trust a dog to watch your food. <laughs> That's solid advice. Yeah. I've definitely. had to learn that the hard way too, Patrick. Yeah, we've all all learned that. Uh, Michael is 14. It's a little older, mm-hmm. a little different a little perspective older. on the world. But Michael offers this. He says, when your dad is mad and asks you, do I look stupid? Yeah, don't answer him. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely a rhetorical question. <laughs> also, if your boss ever asks you that, rhetorical question. Yep, <laughs> yep all of the above. All of the above. <laughs> Randy is nine. Randy's advice is this. Stay away from prunes. I want to know what happened there. <laughs> yeah, just period. Just to stay away from prunes, period. Oh, someone might have got into their grandma's juice thinking it was cranberry and found out otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sounds like Randy is regular. Uh, <laughs> Robert is or next was up. irregular. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we hope you. We hope you're feeling better, Robert. Yeah, we hope you feel better and stay away from prunes. Yes. Best wishes from Zoe the milkman. Uh, yeah. Robert's next up. Robert's thirteen. His advice is as follows: Never pee on an electric fence yep you get i mean you could end up going viral on the internet but so has <laughs> a lot of other people for doing something very yeah. similar robert you're, you're 13 now by the time you're around 16 17 <laughs> um be careful because when you're peeing on that electric fence uh you look to your friends they're not going to be there to help you they're going to be no. filming you yes <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the numbers on tiktok it is uh let's go to tay uh, that's a neat name. T-A-Y-L-I-A. Talia's 11. When your mom is mad at your dad, do not let her brush your hair. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. I already avoided that as a child. I just never let my mom brush my hair. She was very annoyed with me for never letting me do that. <laughs> I, I, I felt her pain there. I felt her I pain. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Um. Boy, there's some kids with cool names. I'm going to say this is Kayoyo, nine years old. Never hold a dustbuster and a cat at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that checks out for sure. Yeah. <laughs> My poor cat, and we trim his nails regularly. Cat's nails just get really sharp. He was just trying to give me snuggles yesterday. He was like climbing up oh, my man. shoulder. And yeah. it was like, Zoe, <laughs> it was like being at, you know, an ER and having to receive an emergency needle. Oh, my God. God, that hurt. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. I, I hope I, I hope Kayoyo is is okay. Uh, yes. Armir is next, also nine. You cannot hide a piece of broccoli in a glass of milk, dude. I tried that. He's right. <laughs> what? <laughs> like so that he doesn't have to eat it? Yeah. But then they're gonna make you drink the glass of milk, and then it's just like well, there in the milk. At nine years you old, you're not thinking that far ahead, really. Yeah, they, they'll be like, "Eat your broccoli," and you're like, "Okay, hide it in the milk." They're right? like, "Yeah, but don't forget your milk," and you're like, "No, I'm good." And they're gonna be like, <laughs> "I ate my vegetables. I don't have to finish my milk." You know. <laughs> also, yeah, don't don't hide it around the house either. I did that as a kid. Did not did not work out well either. You hid vegetables around the house or milk? Bananas, actually. Oh. God. Yeah, and then the dog ratted me out because she went over to my mom chewing a banana slice one day. <laughs> and she was like, where did this come from? And then she found a bunch of other more and was like, which kid? And then she looked at me and was like, it was definitely you. You haven't touched Ooh. bananas in weeks. <laughs> well, we got a pretty nasty food story still to come on the show, so you ain't heard nothing oh. yet, listener. Uh, finally, advice from children. Uh, Lauren offers this. Lauren is also nine. Felt markers are not good to use as lipstick. No, I 
I bet they're not. No, bet you that didn't taste very good. (laughs) (laughs) Purple. (laughs) This is your Empowerment Coach Susie with today's Empowerment Moment. Creating for yourself a positive support network will accelerate your healing because you will be empowered by shared strength and understanding. This supportive community plays a crucial role in your healing process. In fact, surrounding yourself with people who offer encouragement, understanding, and compassion can significantly impact your ability to heal. This network provides a foundation of shared strength where experiences and insights can be exchanged, offering comfort and motivation during challenging times. Find your people and keep them close. Find more daily tips online. Look for Power Coach Susie on all social media platforms. Hi, this is Tina Coyne from Ottawa, Ontario, and you're listening to Zoe and the Milkman. Any horror stories of travel, Zoe? Um, I really haven't done much traveling after the pandemic, mm. so I, I, I've kind of skirted at this point uh, safely, but I could be having some flights coming up later this year, so... Ooh. Well, if you've ever traveled, you no doubt have a horror story of your own. I suspect, however, it is a story that probably won't top this one. So, Oh, no. Uh, a flight the other day from Amsterdam to Detroit. That's all well and good. Mm-hmm. Passenger brings on a carry-on onto the plane. Someone who mm-hmm. clearly has never seen a single episode of Border Patrol. Oh, no. Amsterdam. Someone who brought food on board in their carry-on, which you're not supposed to do internationally. Well, at some point, the bag inside their luggage broke open and began spilling maggots onto unsuspecting passengers. Ew! Their luggage contained rotting fish. Why would they bring that on a plane? You don't even put that in the oh. microwave at work, you psychopath. Oh, 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 God, no. What's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, it literally, on this flight, was oh raining maggots. It's worse than snakes on a plane. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd take, I don't know, honestly, if I'd take snakes on a plane over maggots. <laughs> I really don't know. It's Either making way, me not want to fly again at all. Anyway, the maggots it's were discovered. It's making me want to open that door on that Alaskan Airlines flight <laughs> and get out. Like... Hey, maybe they're onto something in Alaska Airlines. <laughs> Once the maggots were discovered and the screaming died down, they turned the plane around back to Amsterdam. Passengers were offboarded. The owner, of course, taken aside by authorities. The airline gave passengers uh, a bunch of uh, bonus flying miles, uh, a hotel room, and gosh, just what you want after maggots rain on you, thanks to rotting fish, a yeah. $30 the- meal voucher. Oh, yeah, true. You're definitely Thanks. not hungry after that. <laughs> but I bet you anything, the pilot was just sitting there going like, what's the problem? I'm doing a great job. The plane's <laughs> fine. Why is everyone screaming? <laughs> like... <laughs> get your dukes up. Let's go. Let's get I got you. Uh, ooh, ooh. Upper hook. Back in my day. Back in my day. Back in my day. Back in my day. I just said upper hook. Is that even a thing? It's uppercut. Oh. <laughs> I didn't want to correct you, but you brought it up. 
Already uh, one point ahead now, says Zoe. <laughs> how many points ahead are you? Uh, well, it's 1913, but because you got upper cut wrong, I feel like it should be 2013 now. Shut up. You can't. No. <laughs> Stop. Back in my day. <laughs> You've already got like a six point lead here. You don't need any bonus points, miss. All right. Fine. All right. Back in my day. Hmm. Who said, what you talking about, Willis? Oh, God. I know this. Do you? Yeah. Hmm. You're not supposed to. It's from back in my day. It's from a TV show? Yeah. I'm impressed you even got that far with this. I want to say it was like um, African-American mm-hmm. yep. family sitcom. Mm, kind of, yeah. The character who said it, definitely African-American for sure. Oh, I want to give you points, but I, with a six-point lead, I can't. I can't bring myself to be that. No, generous. I know that's fair. I'm trying to. Th- I just want the character name. You, you, you can see the guy. I know you can see the guy. Uh, everybody loves Raymond. No, like, no, no everyone hates Chris. That. No, way before that. Oh, the character's name is Arnold. On different oh. strokes. And the storyline was basically two kids of color adopted by a single wealthy older white man with a housekeeper named Mrs. Garrett, who ended up being the headmistress at the school that was on uh, the Facts of Life down the road. Oh, okay. What you talking wow. about, Willis? Arnold on different strokes. Yeah. One more point pour moi. <laughs> yes. Okay. Back in my day, we had scholastics. What's that? Scholastics is uh, a brand name for books. Mm, yeah, but specifically, like, why would we get excited about it? That's a good question. Why would you get excited about anything in school? That's just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it is a company that publishes yeah. books. It's a line of it's books. Wrong. But what more I was looking for was Scholastics would come... Usually, like maybe once or twice a year, and do like a big book fair, so that they. Oh, was like, that the book club knick-knacks. where you could you could buy books and stuff? Yeah, and you'd get a catalog once yeah. a month. The teacher would hand them out, and like everyone would be like, "Oh my god!" That's how I found Twilight. Actually, before Twilight became a thing, was the Scholastic Book Order. I think that's where I got my entire collection of Le Strumpf, which oh, Anglophones would yeah. know as the Smurfs. Yeah, but then yeah, they would set it up in the library, the book fair, and yeah. you'd be like, "Mom, Dad, we gotta go." Like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's precisely what I said. That's how I answered your question. I get a point. I yes, I do. Are you sure? Yeah, come on. You love that's like, me. That's like me giving. That was like you love like, me on the you last it. one. It's my birthday tomorrow. Give me the damn point. I'll give you the point, but yeah! I got a point for the last one then. No, I got the point. <laughs> Shut up. We're moving on. <laughs> Hi, this is Julie from Devotion Dance Company, and you're listening to Zoe and the Milkman. Take me out to the ball game. Don't make me wear those new jerseys. Oh. Nike, they suck, and your stitching is. Well, you can fill in the blank. Oh! <laughs> We've lost another sponsor today. Take me out to the ball game. <laughs> I love that you no longer used a cuss word. We've been talking about Zoe's language, by the way. We think we have a solution yeah. to that. Um, but I know what you're referring to. Major League Baseball. Spring training gets underway officially next week, although I guess today's the day that pitchers and catchers uh, report. So they're already wearing their uniforms. And this year, mm. all Major League Baseball teams are sporting new uniforms designed by Nike. 
And yep. it sounds like the players already don't like the new uniforms. According to St. Louis Cardinals pitcher Miles Mikolas, I hope I'm saying his name right, um, the clothes just they don't fit right. Um, the pants, I guess, are no longer customizable. They used to be, so every player could sort of have them the way that they wanted them. Uh, the fabric, apparently, is some different consistency, and it's just its a horrible experience so far. It's not going well for Nike. Yeah, they definitely didn't get the uh, the check on that one there. Oh, the, the Nike the... check? <laughs> yeah, the Nike check. <laughs> this takes me back to, like, grade six when mom was still trying to get me to wear my corduroys to school. Just wear it! <laughs> <laughs> you know, just wear it. New logo by Nike. Just wear it. <laughs> we need to make that a meme we've seen for tomorrow's show. That's all there is to that. Although the visual impact of that uh, really doesn't translate well to the podcast or the radio show. <laughs> so um, that's about all we've got for you today. It's kind of a quiet yeah. day. A couple of news nuggets here and there. Nothing really of consequence. Uh, the guy who invented Pop Tarts passed away. Oh no! So there's that. Um, I actually, I, I'm, I'm prone to go, as you know, you are too, for the obvious, typically inappropriate, uh, punchline. Okay. Even I cringed when, um, a service I use that uh, supplies me with some of these amazing nuggets of information, uh, they captioned it, Pop-Tart inventor dies, he's toast. I was like, oh, oh that oh. was right there and too easy. At least well, be a bit more like tactical. Like, come on. I believe you mean tactful. Ta- tactful? Yes, tactical is what the um, the police officers do when <laughs> they've got oh. their assault rifles out. I'm Maybe here. that is what I meant. <laughs> yeah, a, li- a little little too soon. I, I, I've i learned the yeah. hard way you got to be careful with that kind of stuff. Of course, I just brought it up on the air. So what does that make me now? <laughs> Anyway, what do you say we meet back here and um, celebrate my birthday with another edition of Zoe and the Milkman tomorrow? Yes, I'm I'm happy to celebrate John Month officially tomorrow. I make no guarantees that I will be sober. So That's fair. That, I guess that might make the show more entertaining. Finally. Or finally. I'm going to have to be like screaming into the microphone for you to wake up. I'm there not you go. sure. There you go. The show is more entertaining because we got Zoe singing now. And John drunk. <laughs> Everything radio ever needed or wanted. <laughs> uh, you can find us online on Apple, Spotify, Google. Uh, it's just as easy to go to our website. And please do zmshow.com. And if you like what you heard, spread the word. And as always, ta-ta for now.